This edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast is dedicated to the life and memory of Rick Bogner, formerly known as the Fake Diesel and Big Titan, passed away due to a heart attack at age 49. Hey wrestling fans, welcome to this edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. It's a huge week ahead for the wrestling world with the debut of AEW's Dynamite on TNT, along with the two-hour official premiere of NXT on USA competing against AEW and the switch from USA to Fox for Smackdown Live. So it's a huge week ahead. We'll be right back after these messages. I want to thank you for joining us on this show and be sure to share with all your friends on either iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. I'll be right back after these short messages. Welcome back to the show. As usual, we're going to start off with Smash Wrestling Update. Last Friday night, September 20th, Smash Wrestling was doing the proving ground at Fanshawe College. Thanks to Daniel Coper, here are the rundown of the results. Michael Grayson beat the muscle. Jordan James lost to Carter Mason. The team of Alexia Nicole and Fight or Flight defeated the team of Chris Mitchells, Cyrus Bowman, and the Cadet. The Smash Wrestling Tag Team Champions, Halal Beefcake, defeated the young team of Baywatch. Jim Starter defeated the veteran, John Greed. Ethan Dukes got a surprise victory over Sebastian Suave. And Tyson Dukes beat the latest graduate from the Tyson Dukes Russell Factory, Rodney Matthews. Taking a quick look at the Smash Wrestling event calendar, the next time you can see Smash Wrestling Live will be in Tilsonburg at the Lions Auditorium on October 27th. Smash Wrestling will bring you a triple threat match between three very different yet very exciting competitors that has all the makings of a show stealer prepared to be entertained as Sycamuck Rollins the King of the North, Carter Mason, and the Saturday Night Delight, Tyler Turva, head into triple threat action. And two young, hungry competitors square off as Devin Devine takes on Jim Strider. Will Strider continue his meteoric ascent through the ranks of Smash Wrestling, or will Devine bring that momentum to a screeching halt as he looks to carve out his own path? Be there October 27th in Tilsonburg, Ontario. Then, on November 8th, Proving Grounds hits St. Catharines at Isaac's Bar and Grill. And on November 23rd, Smash Wrestling returns to St. Thomas. They said they were going to bring their TV cameras, and this is their opportunity to do so at the Joe Thornton Community Center. We here at Scumbags Wrestling are going to be having a group package of tickets available, and if you'd like to be a part of that, please contact me at our Facebook page, Scumbags Wrestling, and find out what the details are and how you can be a part of the Scumbags section. Looking ahead to next weekend with Ontario Wrestling Scene, October 4th, SKM Live Pro Wrestling presents Halley Made Havoc 2019 at Hagersville Community Center in Hagersville. You'll see a six-man Elimination scramble involving the cadet. Generation Now, Kyle Brooks, 
Super Kamikaze, Evan Greenaway, Vitamin D, Johnny DeLuca, and Clay Wilson. There'll be a Battle of Hallermade tag team match with the Lost Boys, Scumbag Yates, and Wade Allen taking on HBW Heroes, Rip Impact, and Tyler Arrow. Serbian's favorite son, Joey Allen, takes on the House of Igor's mystery opponent. This and many more matches happening at the Hollymed Havoc, presented by SKM Promotions, Friday, October 4th. Then, October 5th, Barry Wrestling presents One Fall Classic, happening at 7.30 on 49 Ferris Lane in Barry, Ontario. Nug Nergan will be banned from ringside as Jesse V takes on Lionel Knight. Kevin Blackwood takes on Mark Wheeler. Randy Bino goes one-on-one -on -one with John Greed. The Barry Wrestling Heavyweight Championship will be on the line as Von Vertigo defends against RJ City. Plus, you'll see Jody Threat and Pretty Ricky. All this and more Saturday, October 5th as Barry Wrestling presents One Fall Classic. Then, also on October 5th, Battle Arts... Rising Stars Wrestling at the Battle Arts Academy in Mississauga, Ontario. And on October 6th, NXW presents Halloween Hell, happening at the Warehouse in St. Catharines, Ontario. Bruiser Battersby takes on the Canadian bad boy Tyler Hill in a no-disqualification match for the NXW Northern Lights Heavyweight Championship. Youth Gone Wild will be banned from ringside, and CK Savage takes on Reckless Ryan Swift, plus many more matches. That's NXW Presents Halloween Hell on October 5th at the Warehouse in St. Catharines, Ontario. But of course, if you're here in the London area, you won't want to miss out on London Comic Con 2019 as Rio, along with Kenny Omega, will be making an appearance. You can get photo ops and meet and greets with Kenny and Rio, plus Kenny will be having his own panel during the event. That's London Comic Con happening October 5th and 6th at the London Convention Center. Let's check out some news from all around the wrestling world. Netflix has announced that Globe will be renewed for fourth and final season. Sportsnet has announced that on Sportsnet 360, they're going to have a Friday night block of action on their channel. Starting at 6.30 with Aftermath, a one-hour condensed version of NXT, followed by Live Smackdown from 8 until 10, and then it'll be followed by WWE Main Event. It's kind of awkward that we're getting only one hour of NXT, but I guess some is better than nothing. It'd be great if we could get it live. On Wednesday nights, but if there's enough demand for it, maybe Sportsnet will clear off a spot to be able to do so. But in the meantime, this is what Canadians are going to get. And we don't even get AEW live either. So, breakers can't be choosers. It was announced when Anthem bought a huge chunk of Access TV. They ended up moving Impact Wrestling to Tuesday nights on that channel and that fills up a full week of wrestling pretty much as Raw's on Monday, Impact's on Tuesday, NXT and AEW on Wednesday, Thursday is going to be NXT UK 
and Friday is going to be SmackDown. So you got a full week of wrestling each and every Monday through Friday. Speaking of Impact, it appears that Johnny Impact, or John Hannigan, has possibly signed with WWE and will be leaving Impact Wrestling very shortly. The news world was all buzz last week when Lacey Evans filmed a stop in Edmonton where she got pulled over by the police for speeding and people thought she was being disrespectful and everything but it turns out Lacey posted a follow-up message that it was all set up. She had asked him to come back and do that and just to stay in character. She did get a legit speeding ticket but everything else was all set up for that video as a former person who worked in military line of duty she would not disrespect somebody in a uniform like that in her real life on a recent edition of being the elite kenny omega ended the show with a bit of a fake apology uh with comments that he made towards nxt and he even referred to uh, Donovan Dijakovic as Donovan Dickhead uh, thought that uh, Dijakovic was trying to score points with Triple H and this just continues all the stuff that's going on with the potential war between AEW and well NXT side of WWE even though AEW wants people just to like all wrestling there's still going to be that public sort of thing where they're going to uh, make and poke each other and the fans win either way but needs to not take it so serious and just have fun and enjoy this great potential for another uprise in the wrestling world just last week AEW announced that Dynamite AEW announced that Dynamite will be available on Fight TV app in a special section that you can purchase for either $2.99 per episode or $4.99 a month and unfortunately it's not even available for us here in Canada only in the UK, Ireland, Australia, Japan, Italy, Spain, Chile, Brazil and Middle East. We're still waiting on what's going to happen for us here in Canada but as of this recording still nothing for how Canadians can watch. WWE and Fox uh, Sports have announced that Renee Young and Booker T will host a weekly one-hour show entitled Backstage on FS1. It's slotted for Tuesdays at 11 p.m. beginning November 5th. There's also been talk that CM Punk had been brought in by Fox to do a tryout along with Taz, Paige, and X-Pac as potential guys. So... While it currently is Renee and Booker, anything could change between now and November 5th, where it could be Renee and somebody else. Also, WWE made announcements concerning the broadcast situation for the three shows, and Raw will now have Vic Joseph, Jerry Lawler, and Dio Madden. SmackDown will be Corey Graves and Michael Cole, with Renee Young as a special contributor. Don't know what special contributor means, but she'll be a part of that team. 
and then everything else remains the same with Nigel, Morrow, and Beth doing NXT from Full Sail. And as was stated at the start of the show, Rick Bogner, also known as Big Titan, and the fake Razor Ramon, passed away at the age of 49. This week marks a huge week for AEW, as All Elite Wrestling Dynamite premieres Wednesday, October 2nd on TNT. Unfortunately, here in Canada, we're not getting it live at all. There really isn't anything set up for us here in Canada to see it. So be on the lookout for any pirated streams to be able to catch it live on Wednesday. However, if you are there live in Washington for the show or are able to see it live on any format, you'll end up seeing the opening match of Cody taking on Sammy Guevara. They also have an appearance by John Moxley. Rio and Nyla Rose will battle against each other to become the first AEW Women's Championship. MJF will take on Brandon Cutler. Hangman Page will go one-on-one against Pac. And Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, the Elite, will take on Chris Jericho and two mystery partners which more than likely will be the former LAX team. Then the following week, AEW on TNT with TNT Dynamite will be in Boston, Massachusetts. And that's going to have the opening round of the tag team tournament with the Young Bucks taking on Private Party. And Sean Spears is supposed to take on John Moxley if Moxley has been cleared for wrestling. Then Dynamite will be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania for episode number three. It'll be the first title defense of the AEW World Championship with Chris Jericho and the first title defense of the Women's World Championship. On October 23rd, the fourth episode of Dynamite will be in Pittsburgh. There'll be more team championship tournament matches including the semifinals and John Moxley will be in action and on October 30th episode number 5 will be from Charleston West Virginia featuring Chris Jericho in action the tag team tournament finals where new tag team champions will be crowned and John Moxley in action all these shows will be leading to AEW's next pay-per-view Full Gear happening Saturday, November 9th from the Royal Farms Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. So far announced will be Chris Jericho defending the championship against Cody, provided neither Jericho or Cody loses leading up to that. As AEW has mentioned that wins and losses will matter and affect contendership for future title matches. Plus, John Moxley will take on Kenny Omega in a match that was supposed to happen at All Out. And if you're in the Baltimore area for full gear, you'll want to check out StarCast 4 happening in Baltimore, November 7th to the 10th. Some of the great talent you'll see at StarCast 4 include Arn Anderson, Heavy Metal Van Hammer, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, the Yeti, Lex Luger, 
Robocop, John Moxley and the Young Bucks, plus Cody, and many more of your favorite AEW stars and WCW stars of the past. All this happening at StarCast 4, November 7th through the 10th in Baltimore, Maryland. Now let's take a look back at everything that happened on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, leading into this week's premiere week of all three shows. Braun Strowman confronted Seth Rollins, feeling that he was being a little bit slighted and overlooked, and wanted a rematch against Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. He felt that Seth was more focused on the winner of the Fatal Five-Way later on in the evening than on him. So Seth obliged and offered to give him the match that Braun Strowman wanted. The Viking Raiders defeated the OC. The returning Rusev made short work of EC3, winning with the accolade. Sasha Banks defeated one half of the WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Nikki Cross. Lacey Evans defeated Ember Moon and continued to call out the Queen of Hearts, Natalia. She won with a very sloppy sharpshooter, and Natalia was questioned about it backstage. It's only a matter of time before these two lock back up in the ring. Carmella and R-Truth were chased to the ring by the other people trying to seek out the 24-7 championship. Carmella got a microphone and stopped each of them from attacking them, only to pull a fast one on R-Truth and rolled him up for the victory to become the new 24-7 champion. After that, the women from the locker room cleared out to chase after Carmella, and Carmella and R-Truth escaped just barely. King Corbin lost to Chad Gable by disqualification when Corbin decided to use his scepter on Gable after feeling a little too much pressure and almost losing the match. And Rey Mysterio won a fatal five-way elimination match to challenge Universal Champion Seth Rollins this week on the season premiere of Raw. The final match of the night of Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman was interrupted by Bray Wyatt. Before Strowman could deliver his patented running power slam, the lights went out, and when they came back on, Strowman was a victim of the mandible claw by Bray Wyatt. Seth Rollins looked visibly shaken and fearing for his life, cowering in a corner again, only for Wyatt to go back after Strowman as the show came to an end. Does the Fiend have Seth Rollins' number? Is he truly scared of the Fiend? We'll find out at Hell in a Cell. Over on SmackDown, it started off with the Bludgeon Brothers in the ring, and Eric Rowan said that might makes right, referring to their, his and Luke Harper's attack on Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan in recent weeks. Daniel Bryan came out and interrupted Rowan and challenged him to a match right then and there. Just as Eric Rowan was about to be put in the lapel lock, Harper made the distraction and Daniel went after him. Of course, Rowan took advantage of that and hit two iron claw slams for the victory. The Bludgeon Brothers continued their attack on Daniel Bryan. Rowan Reigns made the save. They cleared the ring, but Daniel refused to take Rowan's hand for helping him up, but asked the audience if they wanted to see Rowan and Daniel teamed together to take out the Bludgeon Brothers, and the answer was yes.
There was a backstage interview with Kofi Kingston talking about his upcoming match against Brock Lesnar this week on SmackDown. Mike Kanellis continued to try and impress his wife Maria, but that didn't happen as he lost in quick fashion to Chad Gable with the ankle lock. But then Elias got on the Titan Tron and ridiculed Gable for his size. So when Elias is ready to come back, it looks like Gable and Elias will be going at it. The Boston Hug Connection uh, reteamed together to take on Charlotte and Carmella. Carmella ended up submitting to the bank statement, and our truth quickly got her out of there as the 24-7 rule was no longer being set aside. That left Charlotte by herself against Boston Hug, and Bailey and Sasha took advantage of the two-on-one situation and went after Charlotte. Becky Lynch came out and evened the odds and tossed the bug Boston Hug connection to the side as the two ladies then retreated. Sami Zayn was able to distract Ali in his match against Nakamura, enough for Nakamura to hit the Kinshasa and pick up the victory over Ali. The New Day defeated the B-Team. The Kabuki Warriors defeated Fire and Desire. The show ended with Shane McMahon calling out Kevin Owens to figure out this whole $25 million lawsuit that Owens has put on Shane McMahon. Shane wanted to negotiate and reinstate Kevin Owens and drop the fine that Owens needed to pay in exchange for this lawsuit to go away. Owens wasn't quite down with that. He wants Shane off of SmackDown permanently, so decided to offer a ladder match stipulation to happen on Friday to see if Shane stays or Shane goes. If Shane wins the match, he gets to stay, and Kevin Owens will have to pay the fine and be still fired from SmackDown. If Owens wins, the lawsuit is dropped, but Shane is gone from SmackDown. We'll see what happens on the premiere of SmackDown October 4th on Fox. Now taking a quick look at everything that happened on NXT this past week in their second week of doing live action. Keith Lee defeated Dominic Dijakovic. Dakota Kai defeated Terry Conti. Matt Riddle defeated Killian Dane in a street fight and has now been declared the number one contender for the NXT Championship which will happen this week against Adam Cole when NXT goes against AEW on the same night. Rhea Ripley defeated Caden Carter. Only Larkin and Danny Burch defeated Everrise. Cameron Grimes defeated Raul Mendoza. And Kushida and Brizango defeated Imperium. After the victory of Koshida and Brizango, Walter came out and attacked Koshida, standing tall over his fallen opponent to end the show. Up next for WWE is a very important week for them, as it's premiere week. There's rumors of new sets, maybe even Pyro returning, and of course the announcement of all the shakeups with the announced teams going back and forth. All this leading to the following week when WWE does their draft. But as it is premier week for them, Raw has Seth Rollins defending the Universal Championship against Rey Mysterio 
who won the Fatal Five-Way last week. Brock Lesnar is set to return to Raw. Probably talk about his upcoming match with Kofi Kingston on SmackDown. Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair will be guest stars on Miss Miz TV. The WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Alexa Bliss will go one-on-one against Sasha Banks. Cedric Alexander is going to get a U.S. title rematch against AJ Styles. And Del Ziggler and Robert Roode will defend their tag team titles against Heavy Machinery. Then on Wednesday, you can check out NXT Preview Show at 7.30 on the WWE Network. It'll also be on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. It's going to be hosted by Charlie Caruso, Pat McAfee, and Sam Roberts. And they'll analyze everything happening during NXT Monumental 2-hour live premiere on USA. Of course, that's the same night that they take on AEW with their premiere show. And I think AEW is also doing a preview show at the same time. Plus, there's going to be a watch-along doing coverage of the NXT show featuring Ricochet, Apollo Crews, Bianca Belair, Cassius Ono, Keith Lee, Jordan Miles, Rachel Evers, Chelsea Green, and Diona Perrazzo. And Wednesday is going to be somewhat like a takeover for them as they're going to have Adam Cole defending the NXT Championship against Matt Riddle, the Street Profits Challenge, the Undisputed Era for the Tag Team Titles, and Candice LeRae challenges Shayna Baszler for the Women's Championship. Then over on SmackDown, doing their premiere as they move to Fox, Eric Rowan will take on Roman Reigns. Kofi Kingston will defend the WWE Championship against Brock Lesnar. Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon are set for a ladder match to determine whether Shane stays or goes. And the four horsewomen will battle each other as Becky Lynch and Charlotte take on the team of Boston Hug. Sasha Banks, and Bailey, And through all this action that's going on to premiere their shows of the season, they also have to set up for Sunday, which will be Hell in a Cell. Currently, there's only three matches announced. Two of them are going to be cell matches, one featuring Seth Rollins defending the Universal Championship against The Fiend, and Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks. The third match is Dan O'Brien and Roman Reigns teaming to go against Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. So it's a busy week for WWE, and we'll see what happens and preview and predict what's going to happen at Hell in a Cell on our next episode. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. Be sure to share this on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you get your podcasts from. Join us each and every day on our Facebook page for the Superstar of the Day and all wrestling chatter. And coming soon will be Season 2 of the production line. I'm going to be heading back to the Tyson Dukes Russell Factory, recording more matches and putting them on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Be sure to check out Kenny Omega and Rio at this year's London Comic Con happening October 5th and 6th downtown London at the former convention center. And until next time, 
Have a good one.